Freedom, man. That's what it's all about. You've got to groove on freedom, like the good book says. listening to what on earth is happening this show will discuss the topics of human consciousness mind control natural law the occult and all issues that affect the freedom of the people of earth what on earth is happening will endeavor to shine light upon the darkness of our world and to offer empowering solutions to the problems we face as humanity approaches its critical moment of choice. And now, here is your host, Mark Passio. Welcome, one and all. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening right here on Republic Broadcasting. I'm your host, Mark Passio. My website, whatonearthishappening.com. The network's website, republicbroadcasting.org. Today is Saturday, December 20th, 2014. This show is live right here on RBN every Saturday evening from 10 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. That's 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Central Time. Tonight we have a great show lined up for you. I'm going to be continuing to talk about order followers. The bane of 21st 21st century earth, really the bane of humanity, if the truth be told. The people who have really caused all the atrocities in every geographic region of the world throughout human history. Who have been the most responsible for the carnage and death on this planet since human beings have existed on it. I call order followers the creators of the dark new world order. Those are the ones who are bringing it into manifestation. We're going to continue to talk about this dynamic of order following. How it has gotten so bad in the world today. Tonight I'm going to talk about the lie of the quote moral order follower. There is no such thing and never has been. Uh, We'll continue to delve into some of the psychological factors which create order followers and the psychological factors which create and keep people as the supporter, supporters of order followers, which is arguably an even more important psychological dynamic to understand. So that's coming up on this edition of What on Earth is Happening. The call-in number to join us, 800-313-9443. I'll be taking calls in the second hour of the show tonight. The call-in number, if you would like to get into the caller queue, 800-313-9443. A couple of quick event announcements before we begin the material for tonight's broadcast. The Free Your Mind 3 Conference, ladies and gentlemen, coming up April 10th, 11th, and 12th, 2015. That's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, April 10th, 11th, and 12th at the Sheraton Bucks County Hotel 
at 400 North Oxford Valley Road in Langhorne, Pennsylvania. Langhorne, Pennsylvania is just north of the city limits of Philadelphia. So very, very close to Philadelphia. The speakers lined up for this year, Bob Tuscan, Clint Richardson, the illuminated one, Curtis Davis, Dennis McKenna, Derek Brose, Ed Fortune, the New Jersey Weed Man, Freighter X, Freeman, Fritz Springmeyer, Jay Parker, John Vibes, Josie the Outlaw Wales, Larkin Rose, Luke Rudkowski, Mark Devlin, myself, Mark Passio, and just added to the bill, Stuart Swerdlow. Pretty excited to see that Stuart uh, has signed on for the Free Your Mind 3 conference. Uh, talks a lot about mind control, specifically trauma-based mind control. So good to have him in addition to the other speakers. There will also be a panel discussion group at the Free Your Mind 3 conference, and there will also be open mic sessions at the end of the nights where people will have a chance to come up uh, just attendees of the conference will have a chance to come up and give uh, a talk on any topic they want for five to ten minutes. An all-weekend pass for this conference, only $150. And you can enter a coupon code 93 at checkout. A coupon code, enter the number 93 at checkout. If you're going to get the all-weekend pass, this is exclusive only to What on Earth is Happening listeners. And you'll get a $20 discount for the Free Your Mind Conference all weekend pass. I highly suggest people buy your tickets in advance. It's the best way that you could support this conference because advanced ticket sales go to help paying for the venue and help paying for the speaker's travel expenses and the speaker's lodging expenses. So please buy your tickets in advance. That is the best way that you could support the efforts of the Free Your Mind Conference. For more information on this great event, please visit freeyourmindconference.com. The Tesla Science Foundation presents the third annual Tesla Memorial Conference on the anniversary of Nikola Tesla's death, Saturday, January 10th, 2014. This year's theme is Let's Come Together to Create the Tesla Curriculum for the Young. What do we want taught to children in schools regarding Nikola Tesla and his achievements? That's what the theme of this year's conference is going to be all about. This will be taking place Saturday, January 10th from 9 a.m. to 11 p.m. at the New Yorker Hotel in New York City, 481 8th Avenue, New York, New York. Uh, The Tesla Science Foundation is a group that I have worked closely with, and I fully support their goals, and I think people um, should definitely come out and learn all about Nikola Tesla and help uh, to really propagate the legacy of Tesla, by really uh, truly informing our young people about him instead of covering up his legacy and teaching about other inventors, you know, who really didn't do nearly as much as, as Tesla did for the world and wanted to do for the world. So the Tesla third annual, Tesla Science Foundation third annual Tesla Memorial Conference, Saturday, January 10th at the New Yorker Hotel. For more information on this great conference, please visit teslasciencefoundation.org. There are still several What on Earth is Happening t-shirts, promotional t-shirts available as a gift in return for a voluntary donation to support What on Earth is Happening. 
You can click the link at the uh, left-hand side of the whatonearthishappening.com website uh, underneath latest news. The top item uh, is about the uh, promotional t-shirts and how you can get a hold of one of them. There is also a donation button on the left-hand side of the whatonearthishappening.com website. If you feel that you've received value from the information that I've shared here on the radio show and on my website through my podcasts and my videos, you could feel free to make a voluntary donation to help support my work so that I can continue it into the future. So with that having been said, I'd like to direct everyone's attention to the radio show of the whatonearthishappening.com site. Of course, as always, when I'm on the air live, underneath the uh, player for the show on the radio show page, there are images for tonight's show. The first three images are about the two conferences that I announced, the Free Your Mind Conference. There's a couple of uh, posters, really uh, cool artwork um, for the Free Your Mind Conference. And then uh, image number three is uh, a banner uh, about the uh, Tesla Memorial Conference coming up in New York in January. And then there's some other images that I'm going to uh, talk about during the show tonight. So you can get those there or you can get them with the podcast. This will be podcast number 179. So let's jump into the material for tonight. Again, we've been talking about order followers, and you know, eventually this topic is going to segue really into the support of order followers and how that psychological dynamic is largely perpetuated in our culture. And it's going to get into some somewhat controversial material when I talk about the underlying psychological factors for the support of order followers, what's going on within their minds. So we'll pick this up on the other side of the break, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening. Stay with us. We'll be right back. back everyone you're listening to what on earth is happening here on rbn i'm your host mark passio my website what on earth is happening.com we're talking about order followers how they are ultimately the people who bring into manifestation slavery they're ultimately the people who bring into manifestation every totalitarian regime that has ever existed on the face of the earth Yet people are still attached to people who carry out orders that other people give them. Emotionally attached. Because they have a familial relationship with them. They'll continue to offer justifications for their behaviors. And tell you that the lie, tell you the big lie that there is such a thing as a moral order follower. And I don't care how unpopular or controversial it is or how much it makes people cringe at me saying it or hate me for saying it. Once again, I'm not here to be your friend. I'm not your buddy. I'm not your guru. I'm not your leader. I'm here to tell people the harsh truth 
so that they could understand natural law and wake the hell up and then do something about what's going on on this planet because it has gotten completely intolerable. And people who can't understand the factors that are leading, uh, that are underlying what's going on, I don't know what it's going to take to wake them up. The problem is people are too worried about how harshly I want to attack an order follower. And they're not worried about getting out there and actually doing the great work of reaching these people's minds by telling them the harsh truth about what they're involved in. No, they want to attack the messenger. Order followers are the people who are bringing the dark new world order as the dark occultists of this world refer to it, the new world order in their eyes, into manifestation. The world of total slavery, of lockdown, of people having no rights and government being God and granting people whatever rights they feel they should have and then revoking whatever rights they feel they shouldn't have. Completely turning natural law on its head and putting people in a cage that they're never going to be able to escape. It's going to be worse than death, folks, if we don't turn it around. And it starts with understanding that there is no such thing as an order follower who is a good human being. Deep down inside, a truly moral human being. Oh, they can do good things to certain people, but that doesn't mean that they're a truly good being. There's a difference. And this is where people who know order followers or are involved in familial relationships with order followers think totally purely emotionally about this topic. They can't think about it from a logical perspective. And secondly, then, from a perspective of pure experience within the dark occult, I have to realize I have experiences that many other people will never have. (laughs) Not many, that the vast majority of people will never have in their lives. I know who these people are really serving definitively, without any hesitation, without absolutely any doubt whatsoever. For people to get to that point without having gone through the experiences that I've gone through can be very difficult. You know, it's, it's, I liken it to being in war. The people who haven't been in war are not going to know what that experience is like unless they are actually within it. You know, and, and it's why I kind of laugh about the whole situation when I try to explain to people that dark occultists own these people. You know, my experience being in the dark occult with these psychopathic lunatics, it, it's like when you're trying to tell people that you know who they're serving... It's similar to, and and they want to say, no, it isn't that way. It's similar to somebody who's been to a particular city. It's, this is another little analogy I give. You know, if, imagine three people, okay, try to look at it this way. Imagine somebody who's lived in the city of Paris their entire life. They've, they were born there, they grew up there, and they've lived there from the minute that they were born. Then imagine somebody who went to Paris on vacation for a week, And then imagine somebody who's never been to Paris ever in their lives, never even seen a picture of it, you know, except maybe, you know, on the nightly news or something like that, seeing a picture of the Eiffel Tower, have no idea what the whole city is like at all. Which one of those people would you say would probably have the best idea of what the city of Paris is really like? 
Of course, it's the person who's lived there their whole lives, who was involved in it, who was there. And then people want to turn that on their head and say, well, you've never been a cop, so you don't know what it's like. I don't need to have that experience to know who you serve because I was in with the people who own that institution, who run it and direct it. You know, so it's like if you're going to go to the person who's never been to Paris and ask them what it's like, you know, good luck with that. And then they'll, they'll try to say, I know what it's like more than somebody who actually lived there their whole lives. Which is why all I could do with somebody like that is laugh at them. And, and it's sad because they'll never have those experiences. So they'll never know that that's the, the total truth. They'll never understand it. And all they want to do is keep order, keep offering justifications for order followers. And keep offering this lie that you can be a good person and be an order follower simultaneously when there is no such thing and never has been. I made a simple post about this to Facebook this week. And I'm going to read it on the air tonight. And here, here it goes, quote, There is no such thing as an order follower who is a truly good person. All order followers are bad people, by definition. Get as offended as you want by that statement, but nothing in the universe will ever make it untrue. By definition, order followers are those who carry out actions which they have been commanded to perform without first critically judging for themselves whether those actions are morally right or morally wrong. That is the actual definition of an order follower. And that is exactly what all police and military are. People who carry out their orders by definition. Otherwise, they wouldn't be in that job. A truly good person will strive never to perform an action unless they have first determined the morality of that action for themselves. In other words, under natural law, right and wrong objectively looked at the action and said this falls within the parameters of objective right or objective wrong. And that is the hallmark of a truly good person. The willful exercise of conscience. Order followers never perform such moral judgment or they will willfully act against that judgment by following immoral commands which they've been given. And here's where I go, I go even further, okay? People don't understand this. A lot of people don't understand this part of it. Following any order is immoral, is an immoral act. By following any order, regardless of reason or intent, and I would go so far as to say whether the resultant action is good or bad, you've still performed an immoral act. By following any order, regardless of reason or intent, from any other person or group, order followers have attempted to abdicate their personal responsibility and duty to engage in moral judgment and to exercise conscience for themselves. We'll pick this dynamic up on the other side of the break. I'll continue reading this post. Stay with us, everyone. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening. We'll be right back.
that we don't dare speak There's a wall between us And a river so deep We keep pretending That there's nothing wrong Welcome back everyone, you're listening to What on Earth is Happening here on RBN. I'm your host Mark Passio, my website whatonearthishappening.com. I'm going to continue reading this post that I posted to Facebook during this week about there not being any such thing as a moral order follower. No such thing as an order follower who is a truly good being. And people can get as offended about that as they want. I don't care who you know that was a cop. I don't care who you know that was a soldier. I don't care who you know that in any capacity their job is to follow orders. I don't care how they're connected to you. I don't care what familial relationship they have to you. Get as offended about it as you want to get. Like I said, I'm not here to be your friend. I'm, I'm not your friend. Period. I have plenty of personal friends in my life. I'm, I'm not, I don't do a radio show for popularity purposes. I'm here to tell people the hardcore truth about what's going on in this world so we can get to work doing something about it and get to work trying to morally educate the idiots out there that are continuing to create this hellhole world in their unconsciousness. So by following any order, regardless of reason or intent from any other person or group, it doesn't matter whether the order is go and feed the homeless, go and do this that's a a kind act to, to a stranger or whatever. doesn't make a difference what the order is. If you follow it unquestioningly before weighing the action in your own mind against natural law, against the definitive understanding of the difference between right and wrong behavior, then you are not following conscience by definition. So by following any order by any person or group, order followers have attempted to abdicate their personal responsibility and duty to engage in moral judgment and to exercise conscience for themselves. Since order followers will perform actions that they have been commanded to perform without determining the morality of that action for themselves, then by definition, they cannot be truly good people, regardless of their so-called intentions. By definition, if you are following orders, you cannot be exercising conscience. And that is the hallmark of what a true good person is. The willful exercise of conscience. The knowledge of the objective difference between right and wrong behavior under natural law. And its exercise is willfully choosing the right action over the wrong action. Order followers do not do that step. They do not do that filtration process of weighing the action against natural law. It's called moral judgment, moral decision making. They say, the law says this, I've been ordered to to execute this law or to uphold this law or to enforce this law by the politician who signs my paycheck and therefore I'm going to do that action that I've been commanded to do. By definition, that's what they do. That is the definition of their job. If they don't do that, they don't do that job anymore. They'll be fired from that job. 
which is why I'm, I'm trying to say every person who considers themselves a virtuous moral human being should quit the job of doing of following orders, period. Because there is no virtue in following orders and there never has been. It is not a virtue. Anybody who has been told that anybody who follows orders has any virtue has been lied to and has bought a lie. There is no such thing as virtuous order following. And that's an oxymoron. They are diametrically opposed concepts. There is no virtue in order following. It is virtueless. So the last sentence of this post, uh, I'll just finish reading this. The eternal truth is that all order followers are and always have been bad people and will continue to be bad people until they cease to be order followers. Period. Now that doesn't mean that someone who's not an order follower is automatically a good person. You know, someone who willfully exercises conscience on a continual basis is a truly good person. And they can slip up and do something bad. But no one who is actively performing the, the behaviors of an order follower in that moment is a good person. No one. Zero. Blanket statement. There's another thing people hate. The human ego hates absolutes, ladies and gentlemen. They hate absolutes. When you say... 100% no exception to the rule always works this way Pe people in deep ego hate that because deep down inside they hate truth and when they hear hardcore unwavering indisputable eternal truth they hate that most of all because the ego hates the absolute. It wants everything to be relative. The ego wants to find the tiny little exception, always searching for it endlessly. When there is no exception to an absolute law, doesn't exist, cannot exist, will never exist. That's the power of the ego, ladies and gentlemen. It gets into the mind, it takes root, and it says, there has to be, this can't be this way. It, it, it has to be a different way. Because that would mean that everything I've been led to believe is a lie, and I was wrong, and I can't admit that. The amount of years it took me to get to this understanding, to keep saying I was wrong, I was wrong, over and over and over again. Not just once, multiple times. Hundreds of times. <clears throat> you know, I got an email recently. I can't remember the person's name, but they said, when I listen to your show, Mark, it makes me so angry because you keep saying things that I think and saying how wrong they are. And he's like, I just want to thank you for continuing to say them. Because it takes me time after time listening to say, really hear what you're saying, not what I want to hear in what you're saying. To really hear what you're actually saying. And rec make the recognition that I was wrong about how I previously felt about that. And all my thinking was wrapped up in, in emotional attachment. In emotional attachment to an idea. Which wouldn't allow me to see the truth. 
I, I just thought it was, to me, something like that is a, is a compliment. Not, you know, it's great people thank, write and say thanks, thanks for teaching, thanks for taking your time to do this. Wonder, wonderful. See, something like that makes me realize that it's reaching people who were resistant to change at first. Very resistant to, to change. That's the people we have to reach, folks. You know, don't worry about me getting a little bit harsh, a little too harsh, or cutting off an, a, a supposed order follower. You know, that's the least of our worries, folks, believe it or not. You know, get out there and teach natural law to the idiots out there who are making the world a living hell. That's what you need to be doing. You, the listener. And teaching people that is the solution. To stop doing actions that are violent. To stop doing actions that are coercive. To stop following orders. It's about the entire lesson of this world is what we need to stop doing. Not anything new that we need to do. Again, people want to say, I want to hear solutions. First of all, I gave you weeks of solutions. Of grassroots solutions that people can get involved in to turn the entire dynamic on this planet around. The whole show is a solution. From the very beginning, it's solution-oriented. Because it's about changing the way you think. And when you change the way you think, the external manifestation follows. The problem is people are too attached to erroneous ways of thinking. They want to continue to offer justifications for all this immoral behavior. Because of some familial connection they have to an order follower. The Nazis did the same thing, folks. They thought, oh, my father's involved in the party. My grandfather's involved. My cousin's involved. My brother's involved. My son's involved. It can't be bad. Yeah. It's how every totalitarian regime begins. With support from family members. That don't want to admit that they were wrong and they got duped. We'll pick this up on the other side of the break, folks. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening. I'm your host, Mark Passio. My website, whatonearthishappening.com. We were talking about the lie of the moral order follower in the last few segments. We were talking about the, the justifications that people offer because they're somehow connected in relationships to order followers and how their ego has them thinking emotionally regarding these people instead of logically Instead of from a natural law perspective. Natural law does not care 
what justification somebody offers for immoral behavior. It's a computer program, folks. I don't know how much more clearly I could put it. It's the other thing people don't understand. The universe is based on law. Unwavering law that doesn't care why you did what you did. It only says, did you, did, did you do this? And it was immoral. It was based on coercion. It was based on violence and you had no right to do it. Yes or no? Well, if yes, here's the consequences. If no, here's the other consequences. That's it. It's a computer program of pure logic and law. That's why it's not called natural suggestion. The laws of nature are not suggestions. They're unwaveringly, they're unwavering absolute laws that work 100% of the time, flawlessly at all times and places, everywhere in nature, everywhere in the three-dimensional space-time continuum that we refer to as the universe. And people don't want to understand that. Because they want their mind to be God. They want their justifications to prevail. They want things to work the way they want it to work instead of the way it actually does. They can't get their ego out of the way. Because my father or grandfather was an order follower. And like I said before the break, the Nazis said the same thing, folks. So did every other totalitarian regime. You think those people didn't have mothers and daughters and sons and fathers, etc., that that somehow offered justifications for all the things they did? People can't see they're in the same situation. You're in no different situation than that. As a matter of fact, it's a continuation of the same people from the Prussian schooling system that became the Nazis in Germany, that came over here as part of paperclip and settled on throughout the whole United States, tens of thousands of Nazis being brought in to avoid war crime tribunals so they would come to work for this sick criminal government. The OSS, which subsequently became the CIA, brought all these thousands of Nazis over here to work for, for us. And they, they settle in major cities in the United States and we wonder why they're taken over by total draconian Nazi and communist laws. Same thing happened with the communists. Came over and exported their whole outcome-based education system over here. The Frankfurt School and Antonio Gramsci. His plan, the long march through the institutions. We think we've defeated these regimes of Nazism and communism. They shook hands behind our back and said we're taking the America down together. We're going to crush their cultural institutions. We're going to make them immoral. We're going to drive a wedge between the sexes. Break up the family dynamics so we can get the children in the government indoctrination centers. Pollute their minds with collectivist propaganda nonsense. And people are too stupid to see the plan. They're too stupid to see it because it's a chess game that they're playing. And we're not even playing checkers. It's too psychologically sophisticated from a perspective of mind control for most punked idiots out there to figure out. Because they don't read. 
They have no long view of history. And they're still out there making excuses and justifications for murderers. Which brings me to the images I want to go through for tonight's show. Image number four with this podcast slash radio show is showing a so-called rally that police and their family members had outside of uh, City Hall in New York City. And they are wearing t-shirts that say, I can breathe. I can breathe. The, the, the disgraceful nerve of these human vermin. It, it, please scratch that. Take the word human out of there. They're just vermin. These are verminous scum. Whose mothers didn't raise them. Whose fathers didn't raise them. absolute trash and I'd say it right to their face and so should anybody that sees any part of this dynamic supporting a murderer images 4 and 5 show these Nazis wearing these shirts because that's what they are Nazis you want to take a look at what a modern Nazi looks like Images four and five, they're right there. Oh, and six and seven show show it too. We'll get to that though. Mocking Eric Garner, who was choked to death for selling loose cigarettes. You know? That that warrants you getting choked to death in in modern USSA. In the, in the United Socialist States of America, you know, it doesn't make, make a difference whether you're uh, the, uh, talking about the National Socialist kind or the Nazi variant of socialism or the International Socialist kind, which is worldwide communism. They ultimately work through the same methodologies. It's ultimately the same system when you strip it down. No different. People who think that it's different are just idiots who don't read books who don't understand that these systems are basically the same thing. It's all about just total control. They think Nazism or fascism, you know, is so different than communism when it's the exact same thing. It's all based on socialism. You know, it's just the only difference is in how we're going to divvy up these resources for ourselves. You know, that's all. How we're going to take and steal we're going to, are we going to do it through corp, corporations? We're going to do it through government? We're going to do it through political parties? We're going to do it through, you know, uh, labor unions? That, that's all. It's just a, dif- a disagreements in the methodology a little bit. But ultimately, behind the scenes, it all creates the same thing, which is serfdom, slavery. The state owning everything, the people having nothing, abolition of all property, period, all property, including the self including the body. And people are too stupid to understand that these entities shook hands behind the scene, came in here and said, we're going to take this country from the inside since we couldn't take it from the outside. Militarily. Folks, if you can look at these pictures and not get angry, you are fundamentally broken. 
Is all, and that's all I have to say. And there are people out there, I know there are people out there, I'm, I know I'm talking to some of them right now, that cannot experience the emotion of anger. Because this is the over-feminization of both sexes through hormones that's pumped into the food. Some of the same hormones that are given to animals before they go to slaughter. And because of the atrocious diets of people, they are incapable of getting angry. The actual instinctual urge to protect and defend oneself from injustice and violence that's taking place against the, the individual and the society cannot be felt. It has been selectively, actually, chemically bred out of a lot of people out there. And the New Age religion is another big part of that dynamic that you can't look at a Nazi telling you, I'm happy that uh, uh, another one of my Nazi order-following scum choked a, a, a human being to death for, because he was following his orders. Don't allow anybody to sell loose cigarettes themselves without paying us our you know, uh, slave tax or extortion fee. We'll pick this up on the other side, folks. Stay with us. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening. No dark sarcasm in the classroom Teacher, leave them kids alone Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening. We're into the second hour of the broadcast for this evening. I'm your host, Mark Passio. My website, whatonearthishappening.com. I was going through some of the images with the uh, broadcast for tonight, and we were on image four and five. For people that aren't familiar with the reference, um, I should just clarify that by saying, you know, uh, this is about this... Uh, man Eric Garner who was choked to death in New York City by a New York police officer that um, for the unimaginable crime of selling loose cigarettes on the streets of New York City without giving a uh, extortion tax to his feudal overlords God forbid I mean you know we, we really need to bring back the gallows for people like that you know, and hang them high. Uh, he was choked to death by this cop who didn't have any action taken against him and is just out free, who murdered somebody on the streets of New York for refusing not to sell cigarettes. Loose cigarettes. Murdered. And there are people defending this action. 
saying, well, he was breaking the law. As if, like, a voluntary exchange on the street between two individuals for something deserves to get you choked to death. I mean, if you think like that, you are an immoral piece of garbage. And anybody that cannot get angry for seeing that this is taking place right in our midst, you are a broken individual. There's something psychologically damaged inside of you. You need help. There is something wrong with you if you're not angry about what's going on in the United States right now and throughout the world for that matter. The ability to feel anger is a totally natural human response to tyranny. And the people who can't feel it, and there's people out there, I know they can't feel it in any aspect of their lives. They're so brainwashed. They're so brainwashed. The chemicals in their food, they're probably taking chemical drugs, pharmaceuticals, SSRIs, SNRIs, screwing up their brain chemistry. Hooked on junk media. Hooked on sugar. Hooked on alcohol. Whatever. They can't feel emotion. It's numbed out of them. They're broken people. I mean broken in many different ways. Not only is the brain not working right, they're broken like a slave. Because only a slave won't get angry at injustice. And uh, image six more readily explains this. Eric Garner, whose crime was selling loose cigarettes, was killed by police. His last words were, I can't breathe. Activists, has been, ha- activists have been using the phrase, I can't breathe, as a reminder of the murder. And now this, there's an image here on image six that's, uh, you know, of a cop basically in front of a t-shirt that says, breathe easy, don't break the law. Police officer Jason Barthel of South Bend Uniform Company thought it would be funny to mock this man's dying words by selling t-shirts to fellow cops which say, breathe easy, don't break the law. Apparently the implication is no matter how ridiculous the law, you can expect to be killed if you don't follow it. And that's your fault. Cops are buying the shirts by the dozen. It should say Nazis and Nazi lovers are buying the shirt by the dozen. Because that's what the people of this country have become. Nazi lovers. Same thing, the immoral scum of the country of Germany that allowed a, a complete, utter, lunatic psychopath to take over their whole nation and his whole party, his whole regime of dark occultists. Of course, he wasn't the, the head of it. The puppet, Hitler. You know, but... The Black Sun Order was certainly the head of it. And the occultists who ran that, you know, all the occult orders that led up to the creation of the Third Reich and the subsequent Fourth Reich here in America. Now, but people don't know about the occult origins of Nazism. I should do... uh, you know, we did a documentary series uh, as part of uh, TFP Documentary Night here in Philly on that. Maybe I should do a whole series on that, a series of podcasts on that. You know, because people don't understand the, these things are one and the same. 
Totalitarian regimes are all underlay by religious institutions. Dark occultic religion is what ultimately underlays all the, the drive toward totalitarianism. People don't want to understand that Satanism and dark occultism ushered in the so-called New Age movement to make people docile. That's what the whole plan is, to make you docile, to make sure there's no real men in society, to make sure there's no real women in society. I'm going to be getting into very controversial material in future shows talking about the directed mind control tactics that are employed against women in this society and how they've largely fallen for them. Specifically, the types of targeted mind control techniques that are directed at women. Because if you can control that dynamic, you control who breeds. It's a form of eugenics. People are too stupid to understand that that has been controlled by the social engineers and the think tanks and the dark occultists of this world. The whole modern feminism, so-called feminism movement, the modern variant of it, not classical feminism, simple uh, equality under natural law for women. I'm talking about the modern feministic movement. All came out of dark occultism. And people can't grasp it. They can't understand it. Again, it's, it's a chess move. They're too psychologically non-sophisticated, unsophisticated mindset. They can't even understand the move that's just been played against them. They don't have enough long view of history. They don't have enough understanding of the occult world. They don't have enough understanding of human psychology. The last image that I want to talk about for tonight is these other shirts that have been made by cops and Nazi supporters, Nazi lovers that love the Nazi regime that has taken this country. It says, it's image number seven. It says, hate cops, question mark. The next time you need help, call a crackhead. I wrote a little response to this meme or this image uh, on social uh, networking. And I said, how about if all the Nazi lovers out there stop perpetuating the absolute BS lie that someone's personal responsibility to def- defend themselves should ever be abdicated and placed in the hands of any other person or group? Because that's the implication. First of all, the entire creation of a police force is a completely flawed fundamental axiom. It's a flawed idea from the inception. That's people saying, I wish to put my right duty and responsibility to defend myself into the hands of any other person or group. Just think about how stupid that is. Really? That's what you want. You don't want the, the right duty and responsibility to defend your own person. You want somebody else to do that for you? Well, I want no one else to do that for me, ever. I'm not asking for it. I don't want that service. I've never asked for it. I don't want the help of a cop in any situation. We'll pick this up on the other side of the break. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening. You know, today destroys a night. 
Night divides the day. Try to run, try to hide. Break on through to the other side. Break on through to the other side. Break on through to the other side, yeah. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening. I'm your host, Mark Passio. My website, whatonearthishappening.com. Talking about order followers, the continued justifications that people want to offer for their behavior, and how people are lashing back against people that are tired of all of the crap that is going on with order followers in the modern world. And starting to push back. And these people are out there defending the Nazis. Saying, hey cops, call a crackhead the next time you need help. On a shirt. In image number seven. And I was reading my response to this. Just basically saying, I don't want the help of a cop in any situation. And I've said many times, if I'm dying, I would rather die than accept the cop's help. Yeah, is that an extreme attitude? Yeah, I don't want cops to exist, period. I think it's a completely flawed axiom that anybody ever, anywhere on the earth, started a police force. Because what a police force is, is a barrier against the understanding of natural law. And I'll say that again. All police forces everywhere on the earth at any time in history are barriers against the understanding of natural law. Because by attempting to abdicate the, responsi- the responsibility and duty to defend yourself and the people around you in your community from totally immoral behavior and you're saying, I'm going to place this into somebody else's hands. What goes on then is the immoral behavior builds up in that society and we expect these other people to sanitize it and remove it and take it away from us. And we want to live just having these people segregated from society in prisons and then we go on still not teaching morality to our children. And they think that they're the solution. They think that more cops are the solution. And they think they're doing something good when in effect what you're doing is preventing the learning of natural law. Which is why I've always been an advocate of don't have any prisons. Don't have any police forces. We need to find out just how bad humanity is. Let's find out what we have become. And then stare it in the face and do something about it. Without fear. And embrace the chaos that will happen as a result. See, that's the the ultimate psychological factor that lies underneath. People are afraid of chaos. Because you're going to find out just how much you shirk your responsibility. And then you're going to have to look at the room and realize it is completely a, 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 a mess beyond our wildest imaginings. And it's nobody else's responsibility to clean it up than us. This house is a wreck. It's in ruins. And we still want to try to pass off the responsibility to somebody else. By saying, it's your responsibility to protect me. It's your responsibility to defend me when I need self-defensive force. It's nobody's responsibility but themselves. Especially in an age where firearms exist. 
Because then neither sex can say, I don't have the ability to defend myself. And that's what, they, what they've successfully done throughout the rest of the world. Largely through the rest of the world. Not entirely. They haven't been able to get it done here. To take firearms out of the so-called slaves' hands. And you'll never get it done here. Mark my words. That's one thing I know. Like I know the sun's going to rise on the eastern horizon tomorrow. No government's taken the guns of American citizens. Bet on it, boys and girls. Bet on it. It's the only reason I feel there's any hope at all. Because of the amount of firearms that exist in this nation. And will never be removed from the American public's hands. Is the only reason I feel any hope. Not because we're a moral people. Not because we're an educated people. Because we're not. But there's still at least enough red-bloodedness in this country to understand when hot tyranny is going to be approaching, you're going to need that weapon. And they're not going to successfully take those weapons out of our hands. It's not going to happen. I don't care how many false flags they pull. You ain't getting that done without such a cost of blood that even if you did somehow succeed, it will be as if you failed. So I I said, you know, is the stance of let me die rather than call a cop for help, is that extreme enough for you? Because I'm an extremist. I wear the badge of extremist proudly with honor. I am an extremist. The truth is extreme. And I said, by the way, I wouldn't call on the help of a crackhead, although a crackhead would probably be a better choice than a cop. I'd personally call on the help of a Springfield XD or a Mossberg 500, personally. You know, I think those are much better choices for self-defense than a cop or a crackhead. I'd place the crackhead as a distant second, though. So all the Nazi lovers, you know, take something like that and shove it up your rear end. Free people aren't interested in your nonsense, your garbage, your justifications for your Nazi loving. And then people want to get angry because I call a cult member a cult member and I call a Nazi a Nazi. Well, get as angry and offended at me as you want to get. Like I said, I don't care about your emotional response to what I say. That's your karmic consequence for ignoring truth. You want to think with your emotions like an idiot? Go think with your emotions like an idiot. I'm here to tell the people who have the capacity to understand, who have the mind of an adult, who don't need it sugar-coated or watered down. And then if they want to go and teach it like baby spoon, you know, baby feeding, you know, baby food feeding, spoon fed to other little infantile people, well then they could do it that way. It's not my style and it's never going to be. Get over it. Get over it. Instead of critiquing my style, go teach yourself. How about that? 
Now, you don't want to do that because you don't want to put your name on anything because you're too cowardly. Too damn cowardly. God forbid you go start a site or a radio show or a podcast or whatever. No, we can't have that. We got to critique Mark, who's actually doing something. Go critique the other truth tellers out there, whoever they may be. And uh, just incidentally, folks, I wasn't on the air last week to, you know, uh, announce this. <coughs> I had a uh, personal um, commitment that I wished to attend and did so um, last week, which is why I was off the air. Um, but uh, the caller who called in a couple weeks back who claimed to be a police officer was, in fact, not. I won't say who it was. If the person wants to reveal who he was, he, he's free to do so. But... Um, it was a uh, gag call, so they got me. I freely admit it, and uh, my response would be the same nonetheless, and it would be no less harsh because I do know who these people serve definitively, even if they do not. And I'd say that right to their face in person. We're going to go to your calls on the other side of this break, folks. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening. Stay with us. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening. I'm your host, Mark Passio. My website, whatonearthishappening.com. Last half hour of the show, I'm going to go to your calls. Toll-free number to join us, 800-313-9443. Let's go to the phone lines and hear from Helen in Washington. Helen, you're live on What on Earth is Happening. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Mark. I'm absolutely delighted to talk to you. Um, Thank you so much for speaking the truth for all of us out here. Um, I discovered your podcast about two weeks ago. I, I'm sorry to admit that I'd never heard of you before that. Um, and I've been kind of obsessively listening to them, and I've got as far as number 28, so I've got a long way to go, and I'm sure that you're going to answer a lot of my questions as I listen through all of those. Sure. But anyway, I, I just wanted to say that... Um, I was a little afraid to talk to you because I'm kind of ignorant. I've started this voyage of discovery about natural law and trying to raise my consciousness about four years ago. Sure. And my family and my friends all think I'm nuts. They tell me that, you know, it's depressing. They don't want to hear about it. And I'm obsessed and I'm paranoid and a conspiracy theorist. And I always tell them, you know, it's only a theory if it's not true. Right. But anyway... I, I have a little story to share with you. I moved to a small town in Washington State from Southern California when I was pregnant with my first child about 33 years ago. And we moved here as about 19,000 people, and it's geographically isolated, and it's beautiful. It's in the Olympic uh, Peninsula, if anyone's familiar with that area. We're about 18 miles by water um, from British Columbia, Canada. And we're the town that had the famous uh, foot race through town where the Border Patrol caught the guy trying to smuggle explosives into the United States in his car by ferry from Canada. And he was planning on taking it to Seattle and blowing up this 
Space Needle during the um, Millennial celebrations. But, you know, they caught him. And we had a handful of uh, customs security people at the time. Now they've built this huge gulag in town, and we have over 50 Border Patrol agents with dog kennels. It's like a kind of an SS compound, and it's very um, centrally located so that if you drive anywhere in town, you're constantly reminded you have to drive past it, and every day you're reminded of this sort of militaristic presence. It's really... It's pure mental Real, right? illness. I mean, that that's what's really infected our society is total mental illness. They're the ones who are mentally are ill and paranoid. They're, they're so worried about some kind of chaotic event happening that we need to give up all of our freedom in return for the false illusion of security and protection, which doesn't exist. You're absolutely right. And now, from a sleepy, quiet little rural town, we have these patrols. Um, if you have a car accident or you call 911 because you're having chest pain, not only does the fire department come and, and the cops, but the border patrol comes. And I don't know what it is they're looking for, but it's very scary and it's an intentional militaristic presence. And the whole tenor of our police department has changed. No more officer-friendly. They all have buzz cuts. They're all buffed up on testosterone. Well, Helen, my, qu- my question to you is, where do these people come from? Where no, do these police come from? They're recruiting them actively from soldiers who are in the military right now in the Middle East. Right. They go out of their way to recruit them into law. I understand that, but uh, my question is, where do they ultimately come from? Don't they come from our communities? Aren't they well, someone's children in the United States? They come from our public schools. We, we, but, but nonetheless, they are the sons and daughters of people who live in this country. And that yeah. means those parents did not morally raise their children. And that's and all this comes knowledge. down to. That's all this comes down to. I, I agree with you so wholeheartedly, and it's such a validation to have been listening to these podcasts and to have the opportunity to talk to you and have some voice of reason saying, you know, that this is not crazy to believe that what's happening is immoral and frightening and totalitarian. Helen, you're, you're absolutely on the right path and never feel as if, you know, because you don't know it you know, the totality of what's going on that somehow that makes you, you know, in any way lesser than anybody else. The bottom line is you are at least striving for the answers. You have a desire to know. And the only stupid question is the one that goes unasked. (laughs) Right on. Um, I'll I'll end with a, a story that I guess can be considered funny if it wasn't so sad. About 10 years ago now, so you know that it's worse, now, but 10 years ago, I was painting my living room the day after Thanksgiving, and there was a knock on my front door, and when I answered the door, there was a cop standing there, and you have to understand that I'm in my 60s, and I have five grown children. I mean, I live very middle-class life. I'm not a crackhead or a threat or a criminal, but anyway, I opened my front door, and there's a cop standing there, and he says, is that your car parked out front? And I said, oh my God, yeah, did somebody hit it? Was there an accident? He said, no, I'm issuing you a citation. And I was really taken aback. I said, well, how can you do that? I'm not even driving. And he says, well, your wheels are not turned to the curb. <laughs> oh, I mean, you have my to re- be kidding. I'm, I'm serious. And my response no, this is, is America. A big 
big crime wave. Did you happen to catch the guy that busted the window of my car open and broke into my car a few weeks ago? And he says, oh, I don't know anything about that. But your wheels are not turned to the curb. Yep. Robots. Robots. But you know what? We made them, ladies and gentlemen. We're the ones who made them. And now we're the ones who are going to have to deal with these immoral pieces of trash. These robot order-following Nazis. Until you get up off your rear end and start getting up in these people's face and it, telling them that what they are doing is unacceptable and start educating the children of this country about morality and natural law. Nothing's going to change. Helen, I want to thank well, you hey, so, so much Greg, for the call. I'm, I'm sorry. Not, yeah. to, not to toot my own horn, but I have five kids and we homeschooled them. That's it. Uh, when it was very rare and kind of unpopular. Right. And interestingly enough, we had many friends over the course of doing this that um, came from a religious point of view, and we're not a member of any religion. And people would say, well, you know, the public school systems are so left-wing, and, and we want to give our children our, you know, conservative religious values. Right. And I used to laugh because we homeschooled because we thought the schools were too... Uh, right wing. <laughs> well, it's it's a fascio communist system or communo fascist system, however you want to word it. Again, they shook hands. They brought in their variants of outcome based education in through the back door in this country. Took over the cultural institutions. Took over the government. Took over you know set up all the think tank and, and intelligence agencies, and you have the world that exists today because of these two That's political right. totalitarian ideologies coming here and setting up camp in the one country that they knew they couldn't militarily defeat so they took it over culturally ideologically you know uh, in all the institutional aspects Helen thank you so much for the great call great points that you raise and ladies and gentlemen that's what it's all about it's about morally bringing up your children get them out of the government education centers get them out of the government indoctrination centers I should say uh, homeschool you know instill moral values and you know again that's going to take a, a family dynamic that's why the, the family dynamic is so vehemently attacked. You know, that's why they want to drive a wedge between the sexes. So people are dysfunctional. And then, you know, you end up having single parents who can't raise their children, have to send them to a doc, uh, uh, indoctrination center by the government. And then you have the kind of immorality that's all around us. It's a, it's a beautifully constructed plan. It's a chess move that few can understand and see. And we're going to go into a lot of the dynamics over over, over the coming weeks. So um, let's uh, go to another call. Let's hear from Sterling in Texas. Sterling, you're live on What on Earth is Happening. Welcome. Hi, Mark. How are you doing? Doing well. It's an honor to be on your show. And uh, I really just wanted to kind of just give you a, an overview of what happened a couple nights ago. I had an encounter with a few order followers Okay. And uh, I get really <laughs> emotional when I talk about order followers and, and, and you know, the, the kind of things that go on because, you know, I, I live in a bad neighborhood. Um, I live, uh, you know, I hear gunshots all the time and, mm -hmm. and you know, I live right next to the projects. But, okay. uh, you know, it bothers me 
more when there's violence happening from order followers than gangsters. But anyway, um, I'll continue on with the story. So basically... Uh, I, I totally agree three. with that statement there because uh, in, in any kind of a gangster or thug, there's no belief that they're an authority figure of any kind. And when they just engage in violence, nobody puts up with it because they don't think that they have the right to engage in that violence, unlike you know a state-sanctioned order follower like a cop or somebody like that. Right. So continue. And and so basically what happened uh, around... Hello, did we lose you? Uh, I think we lost him. Sterling, I'm sorry. Uh, we lost you there. Your call seems to have dropped. If you want to call in uh, in the next segment, I'll bring you back to the front. Ladies and gentlemen, stay with us. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening. We'll be right back for the last segment. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening. I'm your host, Mark Passio. My website, whatonearthishappening.com. In the last segment, taking your calls, we do have Sterling back on the line. Sterling, are you there? Yeah, hi. Okay, you can continue with your story. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, So basically, the other day, around 2 or 3 in the morning, uh, I was awoken by the sound of order followers, um, apparently harassing a, a young uh, black gentleman, of course, because I, I live in a, a predominantly black neighborhood. Um, and basically what I heard was, you know, just a, a little back and forth. I couldn't exactly understand the conversation. But uh, basically, you know, I, I heard him get maced. And uh, I, w- w- from what I could tell in my apartment was that he, he was outside um, in this sort of park area between the buildings. So when I went out there, I went out there with my dog because I wanted to seem, you know, sort of inconspicuous because earlier that night, um, riding home on my bike in the cold uh, from work, um, I was around 10 o'clock at night or so, I was stopped um, at this not, you know, Nazi checkpoint um, in my neighborhood where I live. And uh, the order followers, you know, they said it's past curfew. And so... Uh, you know, they, they proceeded to ask me for my identification. They said, uh, he's like, oh, why don't you have it? So, you know, I'm just like, you know, just kind of shrugged him off. Like, I didn't, I don't, I don't respond to, you know, stupid conversation like that. So, you know, um, so anyway, he, he's like, uh, you know, eventually he's like, I give him my name and whatnot. He's like, okay, proceed to your unit. You know, so I proceeded to my unit and, um, so, you know, later on, that's when all that happened. So I proceeded to go outside with my dog, and uh, I was walking around a leash, and I approached um, where I heard the order followers. And I guess they, uh, apparently they had taken the young man up the stairs, um, and he was still, uh, you know, in incredible pain from being maced. And so I stood there for a while, 
And, you know, I was waiting for them to come down or something. I, I, I didn't really want to get up in there and, you know, act like I was trying to provoke anything. Right. So, you know, um, you know, I, I wanted to be safe, but at the same time, I, I wanted to see what was going on in my neighborhood. And that's basically what I explained to, um, you know, the fat, um, the fat white water follower who trudged down the stairs and, uh, asked me, you know, what, what was I doing? And I'm like, yeah, you know, we spoke earlier. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, right. Uh, so I was like, well, uh, you know, I just basically came to see, in the, like, this is exactly what I said. I said, I came to see if order followers were committing acts of violence in my neighborhood. You know, I said it exactly like that. And um, just to make it clear and, you know, who he is and what I was there to do. So, you know, and I, I said that to his face. And, and so, um, you know, eventually uh, a few more came down and so I asked the gentleman up the stairs, I asked him, uh, sir, I, basically what they told me was that he broke into an apartment. And whether or, did he not, whether, or did, whether or not he did was irrelevant to me because I don't want order followers, like you said, involved in any situation in my neighborhood at all, you know, anywhere near me. So, um, and then uh, the black house slave order follower, I like to call the black ones the house slaves because they remind me of the good old days, you know, right? So um, he, he trudged down the stairs, and uh, he, he proceeded to, uh, you know, threaten to uh, shoot me and my dog if I, don't, if I didn't go inside. This is what's happening it, it, in the United States of America, ladies and gentlemen, for being out on the street. Right. Not, uh, and uh, and they're, they're, they're setting curfews in areas and then harassing anybody regardless of their age i mean you have and to be kidding me the thing is and mark you know for the first time i think in history in in this generation is people are finally starting to realize what's really going on in communities because communities like this haven't had a voice until now people who people who live in places like this they, they don't listen to shows like this. But now that there's, there's more right. population, there's more technology, That's and now right. there's, there's, there's a voice now. And so now people speak out, and now people are seeing it through, through cameras, through media, through radio, yep. and, and it's things like your show that, get, that allow people like us to have a voice and to speak out against it. Oh, I appreciate you calling in and telling that story. I'm sorry you had to go through that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for doing what you do, Mark, and I really appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you letting me tell my story. You Thank got you. it. This is what's going on in our country and our name. And, and there's Nazi lovers out there that love it. That'll defend it. That'll offer justifications because they'll say, my dad was this or that. Or my grandfather was this or that. Well, who gives a damn? Right is right and wrong is wrong, folks. And that's all that matters. You need to understand natural law. And you need to understand the consequences for ignoring it. Is the slavery system we're living in. See if I could squeeze in one more call. Let's hear from Miguel in Las Vegas. You're live on What on Earth is Happening. Welcome. Hi, Mark. Um, Hey, I just want to say, just like the last caller, how much I appreciate your work and... um, I'm following it for about two years now, and um, pretty much heard most of it backwards and forwards. Um, you've helped me get out of that new age days that I was in for so many years, and uh, that's a tough know, that, one to break. Uh, 
and um, and I'm still pushing forward. Um, uh, there was a topic that came up on one of the discussion groups on Facebook the other day. Um, one of the guys brought up um, <clears throat> that um, whether or not somebody that was being a vigilante um, was acting in accordance with natural law. And um, I was wondering about your take on that. I know, you know, I had planned to bring it up all week to call in your show, and it's actually pretty interesting because tonight on the news they're talking about uh, some guy that drove to New York specifically to um, assassinate two police officers, um, you know, according to him, in an act of uh, vengeance for Eric Garner. And I'm wondering what your take is on that. Well, I think it's... uh Doing something on an individual level like that is not really going to end well, you know. But uh, at the point that we're at, I, I personally see a hot revolution coming in America, you know, that, that, that I think is going to need to be organized, that I think is going to need to have a groundswell grassroots effort behind it, just like the first American Revolution had. I think this one's going to be a hundred times bloodier and... You know, uh, it, it doesn't have to happen if the, the consciousness of the people would, you know, uh, come up to a level where they could understand what's going on around them and they could really deeply grasp natural law and the consequences of breaking it, then we could have a revolution in consciousness. But do I see widespread evidence of that occurring? I, I, I can't come on. Look, if I wanted to come on the air... Do you know how many more people I could probably get to, to hit this webpage and listen to this radio show? All I would need to come on the air and do is blow smoke up their rear end. Tell them what they want to hear. Tell them they're loved and protected by all the higher angels and entities out there in the universe like so many other crap New Age believers and all these disinfo agents do. Okay? Tell them that the outcome is assured. It's not going to take any effort on our part. You don't have to change the way you think. The White Hat's got this in hand and all, all the arrests are being made as we speak, don't you know? You know? And you guys all know who I'm talking about. The, all the clowns out there that actually want to tell people what they want to hear. And you know how many millions and millions of hits per week these people will get? Because that's what people want to hear. They don't want to hear, you're going to have to be involved. You're going to have to get up off your ass and do something. You're going to have to talk to people, not just be a keyboard commando. Speak to people in real life. Host events. Make, make media be the media. You know, put your real name on something and say, I'm not afraid. That's my real name. I'm not afraid of who's coming after me. My die is cast. I cast my die a long time ago, ladies and gentlemen. I'm on the right side of history. I'm on the right side of truth. And that's all that matters. When you do that, you stand in your power. And there's no force in the universe that will stand against you when you do that. With courage. Courage is the force that the universe respects. You know, and I, if, I, if I am telling you the truth, do I see a grand massive awakening in consciousness? No. But you know what I do see? I see a nation that has more guns than any of the, than all the other standing armies in the world combined. And they're not going to go quietly into the night. That's all the time we have for this edition of What on Earth is Happening. 
There's only two paths. There's only two mistakes you can make on the path of truth, not starting and not going all the way. We'll see you here next week, folks.